This is Fair Issues on the Mormon Faircast. This week's article is entitled, Keeping the Faith, Evidence versus Proof, by Michael R. Ash. Read by Ned Skarsbrick. This and other articles by Michael Ash can be found at DeseretNews.com. This article was used by permission of the author and the Deseret News. Some readers may wonder why I've digressed into a discussion of evidence while the current trajectory of this series has been discussing the Book of Mormon and the ancient New World. In order to more fully appreciate what I'll be discussing in the next few weeks, it's important to understand some things about the nature of evidence. I'd like to recap the primary points from the past few weeks. First, Despite the claim made by numerous critics, Latter-day Saints do not, or at least should not, vacate their minds when determining spiritual truths. Reason and rational thought are also part of the process. Second, all people engage emotions when making and maintaining important decisions. Critics are not automatically objective or driven solely by rationale in their rejection of the gospel. Third, a spiritual witness is more than mere feelings. Fourth, in matters of spiritual nature, which may balance on the thin blade of secular evidences, which evidence seemingly for and against the spiritual proposition, a spiritual testimony is not only invaluable, but is the premier arbitrator in each person's individual quest for spiritual truth. Having said this, there seems to be some confusion among believers and critics as to the nature and meaning of evidence. I've often written, for example, that I don't believe that spiritual things will be proven by secular means. Critics, however, read this and claim that I don't believe in evidence to support the Book of Mormon, which is blatantly false. In addition to a spiritual witness, which is certainly an evidence that supports belief, I believe that there are many secular evidences that support the Book of Mormon. I've offered a number of these throughout this series and will continue to share more for several weeks. I discuss the numerous evidences supporting a Lehite migration through southern Arabia. I don't believe, however, that there is secular proof for the Book of Mormon, and I believe that such proof would contradict the laws of agency and wouldn't convince the hard-hearted anyway. Evidence is basically any data that support a proposition. Not all evidence is equal in strength, and we can evaluate the strength of evidence based on numerous other factors, including additional evidence. As explained by Daniel Peterson, there is evidence for all sorts of things, and we routinely speak of conflicting evidence regarding as yet unresolved questions. Some of it is strong to the point of proof or near proof. Some of it is weak to the point almost of non-existence. Much of it is somewhere in between. Until a question can be settled beyond any reasonable disagreement, there will be typically relevant evidence pointing in at least two directions, and possibly in many more. 
It is only when a question is effectively declared dead, when a singular answer triumphs, that the seemingly contrary evidence ceases to function as evidence. For example, when a physician discovers a seemingly cancerous lump, that appears to be evidence for possible cancer. But it won't be the definitive proof until it undergoes certain tests. And those tests may, in fact, show it to be something else altogether, at which point it ceases to be evidence for cancer. Quoted in Shaken Faith Syndrome, pages 37 and 38. Evidence is not proof. Proof is generally a conclusion we infer from what we see as strong or overwhelming evidence. Scholars generally tend to avoid terms such as proof when dealing with inconclusive and open-ended topics such as religion, certain aspects of history, or archaeology. One writer for Psychology Today, for example, states, Contrary to popular belief, there is no such thing as scientific proof. Proofs exist only in mathematics, not in science. Scientists prefer theories for which there is more or better evidence to theories for which there is less or worse evidence. Proofs are not the currency of science. When evidence is discussed, it is usually noted in the context of science or law. As an article on Wikipedia accurately explains, scientific evidence has no universally accepted definition, but generally refers to evidence which serves to either support or counter a scientific theory or hypothesis. In law, there is more precision in the delineation of types of evidence to be discussed next week. It should be indisputable to both critics and believers that there is scientific data which supports the historicity of the Book of Mormon. The strength and significance of such evidence might be debated, but cannot be logically or ethically argued that there is no evidence. Some critics who recognize that evidence is simply data that supports a proposition seek to diminish any evidential strength for the Book of Mormon by claiming that there is no direct evidence for the Book of Mormon and that LDS scholars therefore must prostate parallel evidences instead. Such an accusation is loaded with problems. As we shall see in the next installment, the definitions direct and parallel are somewhat ambiguous. Even so, however, the Book of Mormon is supported by direct evidence, and more importantly, the discipline of archaeology relies strongly on indirect or parallel evidences when forming hypotheses. If you like this podcast, you can help promote it by subscribing to it in iTunes or by rating it and writing a review. Post a link on your blog and Facebook page and tell your friends about us. Questions or comments about this episode can be sent to podcast at fairlds.org or join the conversation at fairblog.org. Michael Ash is the author of the book Shaken Faith Syndrome, Strengthening One's Testimony in the Face of Criticism and Doubt, as well as the book of Faith and Reason, 80 Evidences Supporting the Prophet Joseph Smith. Both books are available for purchase online through the Fair Bookstore. 
Music for this episode was provided courtesy of Lawrence Green. The opinions expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the views of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or that of Fair Mormon. Thank you.